everybody. I'm EJ. And I'm Nikki. And we just have one question for you. Literally, who invited you? Hello. Hello there. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing really well this Friday. How about you? I'm good. As if we haven't <laughs> talked already. <laughs> yeah, we've been together for a good hour and a half. Yeah, so but we've still, already we can, checked in. Yeah, but we did have both have good mornings. Yeah, um, I think we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think what makes us stay better though is that we're doing this now true we're excited welcome to episode two of literally who invited you who i'm ej and i'm nikki oh hello welcome back <laughs> thank you so much for uh tuning into the second episode you made it through the first so i know huge congratulations are in order for i was just you. on the third one for the google doc and i was like oh no <laughs> Don't worry, guys. My notes are in order and in oh, check. Don't worry, guys. I was going to say, we are PR. We are fully organized. We are oh, prepped. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready to go. We've been chatting about this episode for an hour. I know. My um, silent design professor, he's always like, I know you guys, like the PR majors, because he's like an ad guy. He mm-hmm. does like stuff for Aflac. And he's like, I know you PR majors are always like needing perfection and like on deadlines. And I'm like, yeah, that's me for sure. No, like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I didn't I just am... turn in 27 <laughs> random documents for a class. Yep. That I did uh, today. Yeah, <laughs> it was due yesterday. Yeah, but, but no okay. worries. But I'm actually, always on top of my surprise, stuff. Surprise, guys. We're really good students. We actually are. We are. Not to not to toot our own horn. Toot my own horn. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so let's actually, let's get into the episode rather than just bragging about ourselves. So <laughs> what, Why? Um, <laughs> I know, right? That's actually the entire, that's the entire episode. But <laughs> this episode two is called, of course, Who Do You Think You Are? Right. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I'm Emma. Are we about to fight? Um, We'll talk about that after. We'll talk about it after. We'll fight after. Perfect. But it's called Who Do You Think You Are because we're going to talk about our favorite artist today. Yes. On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? So excited. (laughs) That's not a number. That's not a numeral. I'm sorry. (laughs) But also, it's actually just a Christina Perry um, appreciation Mm. episode. Remember, guys, who do you think you are? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I sing. <laughs> I was going to say, did you prepare a song for this episode? Yes, I would like to uh, officially start. Just kidding. Please, <laughs> please don't hold for applause. Okay, but we're going to talk about our favorite artists. But first, we're going to entertain you guys with more information just about us. We just want to yeah. talk about us. Sue us. Let's say, please don't sue us. No, actually, please, God, no. <laughs> please, please don't. But we're going to we're gonna start off with a little conversation. What are we going to talk about, Nikki? Um... Maybe just how we buy with gotten to music. I really went a little... At first, I went country, and then I decided to fully play into it because I was nervous about it. So I was like, you know what? Gotta embrace my roots. <laughs> I was gonna say, normally, I would just say okay and move on because we're in the fucking south. But that was not even country. But it's not. It's just like a weird blend of words. So maybe clear that up for our audience and just tell them again. Just in your so normal voice. Just, yeah, let's say um, I didn't even mean to have that fun at first. You know, I'm very sorry that you guys had to experience that. Anyway. Hey, don't apologize. You're for right. You're fun. right. Actually, I don't have anything to prove to any of you. So. <laughs> Nikki gets like really really mad. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm not defensive. It's fine. Someone turns this on to like they've had a bad day. They're just like, I just don't want to get yelled at. at (laughs) Like, you know, I've had a really hard day at work. Bad week. Friday's at four minutes. Friday's at four. (laughs) Subtle plug. But anyway, this is gonna be how we both got into music. Yeah, because it's important. Because you know that is kind of what we want to do. So Mm -hmm. you kick us off, EJ. All right, I'll do my best. So I feel like looking back at my life i'm just so old and <laughs> in your I'm old 21. age <laughs> um no but growing up i definitely lived in a house 
with music on all the time and I definitely wish I had appreciated it a little bit more when I was younger but I definitely grew up with it always around my parents were really into like country music and oldies and so it was always like on in our house and I never really noticed that it was or noticed that it was encouraged to like listen to music and stuff like that um I spent a lot of time in the car going to meets and practices when I was younger and I remember always you know asking to turn on um the radio or turn on music or something like that um but my biggest thing I think was whenever I was younger I never appreciated it but now I think about it all the time I know Nikki's heard this story, but my dad would always kind of tease me and be like, well, listen to the lyrics of like every song or he would play me a song that he really liked, which now I would be like, that song kicks ass. I mm-hmm. love it. But when I was younger and stubborn and like a little bitch, I would always <laughs> be like, oh, no. And I would just like look out the window and like ignore and stuff. <laughs> Gotta but he would... go my own way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was Dramatic. in like my own little music video. Um, but he would always say like, listen to the lyrics and all that stuff. So. I never did. And I got to the point probably in high school when I started to really branch out for my music taste um, and started really listening to lyrics. And I got really into looking up lyrics, watching the videos on like what lyrics actually mean from the writers. And from that perspective, I started to appreciate music more as an art rather than just something in the background. And it really became something that I felt um, was it was more of like a a place for me like a mental state where it's very understanding and it'll meet you wherever you are um I didn't really know I wanted to go into music until college I started in college as a psych major and a Spanish minor and I loved those you know fields a lot I I really did like them and enjoy it but it I knew that it wasn't what I was going to actually enjoy in life. And so I'm a very real realistic person and the music industry, I have no musical talent whatsoever, which you'll probably hear I'll sing um, eventually, <laughs> but I just had never thought about it as like a feasible career. And once I kind of started talking to people around me, like Nikki, who were like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I was like, oh shit, maybe I should just take the jump, you know, do it. <laughs> ditch the realism a little bit and just kind of go for it. And so that's where I am now. But I think that music has just always been, I remember like I, in practices growing up, they would always play like the pop stations and I never listened to that at home. So I'd be like, oh shit, I'm like listening to this pop music and all this <laughs> stuff. And I don't know, it was just really, really fun to kind of like expand my like appreciation and genres and as I got older that was really encouraged and we always had music on in the kitchen and it was just a great a great way to grow up in the sense of like always having it around me which is like I'm sure you can relate I can't get into the car and not put music on like I can't sit there and like talk 30 second drive nope no I have (laughs) it's having and I'm gonna put in probably more than the actual drive and deciding what music I'm going to listen to for the 20 second drive. Yes. Yeah. Like I stress more about that than anything else. Than getting there. (laughs) Yep. That's like a part of my planning. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to like etch in my, my amount. Right. Like, yeah, I was about to say like running late doesn't matter. I will sit there and pick and choose Yeah. (laughs) and then I will go. (laughs) No, it's a priority. Definitely. So Nikki, how did, uh, how'd you get into music? Well, uh, (laughs) I just do the whole thing country now. (laughs) I I was going to (laughs) say, I just fell. <laughs> I just have to tell everybody. She went into like casually. Okay, put her these arm these up. chairs are a little weird. No, all right, the chairs, the arms of the chairs, like are like swivel. Is that it's, a word? Yeah, they swivel. Okay, cool. It's swivel. <laughs> yeah, and she just missed it, but yeah, we're okay now. It, it moved from me. All right. It yeah. It's no, it, it went for it is cursed in here. All right, Nikki. In here. Yep. Um. So 
how I first just got into music in general. Um, my mom and dad really liked old music. Um, they're already kind of old people in general. <laughs> Shout out moms we love and dads. Them. <laughs> um, yeah, they're just kind of older in general, so they truly grew up with like classic rock, like you know, like summer love and stuff like that. <laughs> like they, they were they were hippies. All right, I'm just gonna say like yeah. they were kind of hippies, and they they're dope. really yeah, we love them. they're cool, and they both just like. In different way, like my dad was more like Led Zeppelin, like harder rock side. Um, my mom like always really liked Food Mac and like the Beatles. Like she just really like I don't know. There was it was both rock, but just in very different like capacities. Like my dad was a little more harder, and my mom was like a little more soft rock and stuff. And like but all classic for sure. And I never really like I know that a lot of people like growing up they're like oh my parents music sucks but like I I always really enjoyed my parents music um I definitely like explored further than what they had showed me um I think that as I've gotten older they've also showed me more which is cool but um yeah it's just kind of a way that I always really felt connected to my parents like my parents well the because... back and forth too because now you can go back to them and be like do you know this song yeah and like I showed my dad like the new Rolling Stone song right yes and he was like what the shit like yeah, are like, they still coming out with music I yeah know. yes because like david bowie came out with something like right before he died and stuff mm-hmm. and my dad was a big david bowie fan and i had like showed him it and he was like wow like i didn't even know because you know like a lot of times like older people just might be like oh like that was all the good music back then but these people are still yeah. like making music and like no, i showed it. my mom the dancing the moonlight thin lizzy like this summer and she was like oh my god like who's this artist like when did this come out and i was like in the 70s yeah and she was like this is like my new favorite too yes and like so. i'll bring up things like King Crimson is like mm-hmm. a like and Kanye uses like a sample in Power like mm-hmm. a, a King a King Crimson song, and my dad was like I was like have you heard this before Dad? He was like wow I haven't heard that since I was like well you know what yeah. I mean? he's like I've heard that forever and like it's just like funny like getting like remind them of that stuff so definitely started off that way and then as I got into like middle school I guess I've always been into music but I would say like probably like late middle school maybe even elementary school because I remember like me and my neighbors would like <laughs> like look up like lyric videos to like <laughs> yeah. learn like my big one was gold digger um I had Nikki, to learn every tell <laughs> the people the story you all have to know this story it is a great description <laughs> of Nikki as a person yes of course the chorus one <laughs> so I danced like all my life that's also a reason I'll get into that yeah, but yeah. I danced all my life and um we had this like thing called song and dance and it's kind of like musical-esque and so my friends really wanted me to do it because they always did it but I wasn't a big singer because I wasn't very like good and so I <laughs> I was like hey I knew the teacher and I was like hey uh, is there any way I can rap gold digger for my audition instead of sing and she like really liked me with like a good like relationship and she was like oh yeah sure for sure and I so I did <laughs> and I rapped gold digger I think it was uh, eighth grade seventh grade and everyone was just like what is going on <laughs> absolutely just... <laughs> incredible absolutely incredible. it was it was quite the time because i mean i wasn't gonna sing that's so embarrassing no i'm kidding so instead cool. you rap gold digger so instead which i rapped. is ultimately cooler than anybody else in seventh or eighth grade at any point <laughs> although i do also have a connection to gold digger i don't really? know if i've ever told you this no i don't think you have this that was like my favorite song growing up and what yeah. this is news to me you guys real time <laughs> <laughs> real time finding out and my dad and i used to always play it in the car and rap the whole thing and so one that. time he went to like an event like for work and he like traveled and he came back with a wine bottle called gold digger <gasps> for me granted oh i was 15 gosh. so don't worry people i didn't drink it <laughs> but like did you? <laughs> he, mm, that's one secret i'll never tell <laughs> A little cheeky <laughs> oh um no but like my mom went to like open it and my dad was like uh-uh nah that's gold digger that's right 
that is the holy wine sir. yeah yeah that is special but so sorry i just had no. to give you that little no, little information is, little anecdote, about. a little know? anecdotal fun we still we still get to learn about each other i would say i am I this did isn't not know for this. you this is for us too <laughs> Yeah, mostly for us, I'd say. <laughs> Definitely. Considering but we're no, going to be the two streams. Yep, I was about to say, I'm going to be like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> Commenting on everything. <laughs> but um, it's like, who's this anonymous gopher? You know, like those on like, the Google Drive. That's so funny to me. It's like anonymous platypus. <laughs> so specific. What is the uh, armadillo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be us. But anyway, um, I didn't even know that. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay, but so yeah, Gold Digger was a big part and like Heartless. Like honestly, Kanye, just like that generation, like of... I feel like listeners, like people really, really resonate with Kanye. Like, because mm-hmm. he was just so like influential. We'll get into Kanye another likes, time. But yeah, yeah, I was about to say, just like that time was huge. And so, anyway, from there, um, and also I mentioned like I danced like my whole life. And I think that was a big way of me like discovering music and like what I like. Um, because I was always like that kid that really, really liked rock, like classic rock and stuff. But I definitely loved pop and started really getting into like rap and R&B and hip hop more and kind of like more funk music as well so I think it was just like really cool um, getting to grow up in that environment because I got to like be exposed to a lot more than I probably would have like at home because my parents don't really listen to anything else besides that Yeah, um, which can be like bad in some sorts of just like expanding like your um like music palette and stuff music yeah. palette you it sounds so gross <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway <laughs> okay i thought so, it was very like prestigious of you to say that i was like oh my musical palette i sound so pretentious exactly <laughs> just kidding i kind of like it anyway yeah. we're gonna start using that um so but because of like emma said like her lack of musical talent um me as well i, I sorry yeah <laughs> Because Emma because sucks of, at everything. Talent, I knew that I just couldn't get into it either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant to say like you know, like Emma said, yeah, because yeah. Um, I didn't really have any music talent, and so I always knew that I wanted to work into music. But I think like when I came to college, I was like, eh, maybe that's kind of a dream. You know, I was like, that's mm-hmm. kind of a pipe dream. And so I came into college with pre-vet. Um, switched. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I didn't. Holy shit! What? <laughs> I was pre-vet for approximately two days. That's not a joke. It was two days, and I was in chemistry class and I was staring at my computer and staring at the professor and I was like this isn't it my jaw is literally like st- <laughs> like I'm struggling like, it, like yes contemplating you like thinking about me as a vet yeah insane because that's like me being a therapist yeah like it just I'm it, so sorry to whoever it, that would have been <laughs> oh my god can you imagine no like it just that's why it's like it would be cool maybe in another life yeah. <laughs> I don't know you know what I mean like but it's just not me now and yeah. like that's just not what I would want to do and so it's just like funny because like I always knew deep down that I didn't want to do something like that. But so I changed my major to PR. Um, well, actually, communication. Well, but it's the yeah, realistic and, thing in your head, and mm-hmm. I think we're similar in that aspect. Yes. Where it's like, so I'm like it's, oh, it's a sounds, vet will get a good job. Like, yeah. Like you know for what me, I mean? it was like, like there's so money. many ways I can go with psych, and there's yes. always a need for it. Exactly. That it's it was a very like realistic way to go. Yep. And that's how I feel. And that's why like being in our PR classes and stuff, like they're always like, you know, like your jobs can kind of like come and go and stuff. And like I get that, but it's kind of just like a risk I'm willing to take because music is truly like the only thing I'm like passionate about. If yeah. I'm like honest, I would you know what I mean? Like I love like people and stuff like that, but like career wise, like I think music would be the only thing I'd really care about getting into. Cause even in PR, like it's hard for me to like imagine myself in something PR wise. That's not music. Same. Yeah. Like it's, I couldn't do shit for like, dog food <laughs> you know or, yeah I mean? like even like yeah like some like, like an agency like, or it's just like, like tourism lot. or stuff like that where pr is so huge it's just not me it's just not me and that's and trust me like more power too if you could do it like it's not a judgmental thing it's just kind of like eh. but i think <laughs> there is a beauty and like everybody has 
a certain thing for themselves oh for and sure. if you can find it i think nikki and i also feel very lucky that we've been able to find something yes, yes. and actually be able to like do something just like this where we can sit and chat about it and you know make something of it that we can also put on our resumes yeah exactly really cool really fun <laughs> it is yeah so yeah like leading into that we can talk yeah. about kind of like more specific moments that have kind of shaped like music stuff or you know just something that like sticks out in your mind so yeah absolutely all right checking my notes because i forget um all right <laughs> we are so professionals i'll go with two um and we'll of course talk about this iconic beautiful group later because we're obsessed we'll actually talk about them probably every episode because we <laughs> yeah, can't help say, ourselves that's gonna be our easter egg in every episode. um one direction i just think that they the influence that they had on the pop sound is so underrated and not understood because it is a boy band and the you know expectations and the stereotypes and stigma that comes with a boy band um i just think that in my world that was like one of the first you know artists or group that i actually followed yeah and i was like waiting Religiously. i was <laughs> like i was i knew when their albums were coming i i knew and now i do that all the time yes but with a thousand different artists but that was the first time i was even if it was because i was 12 or 13 and i was like oh my gosh i love niall like <laughs> it was just like oh my gosh i really really love music and it wasn't particularly their music until like the third album probably mm-hmm. i would say when they started having more input but it was just the first time that i was really like I really loved an artist for the fact of like beyond the music, just like who they were. And that was really fun. Yes. And also to be able to grow up in a boy band phase was just a blessing. I think yeah, it's just like, fun too. Cause you know, the, all the shout out those believers. I was not one. No. But I like, yeah. Cause I saw it and I was like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> fucking one direction came out and i was sold immediately like i watched I, it on x factor yeah let's say like their freaking video diaries like it's just i just i think it's funny because like in spite of them being a boy band they just resonated with so many people i think that wouldn't usually because like yeah. trust me i thought i was like cool and like not like other girls when i was in middle school like i was like <laughs> i'm cool like i like old music and stuff yeah. and i like fall in love with one direction with, I was like, like up all night i'm about to say like there's live while we're saying, young like, like perry's on replay and i'm like oh my god musical geniuses <laughs> like i literally cry over them you know no, like yeah, absolutely they were they just like really resonated with a lot of people like worldwide like yeah. it, it was just so cool how like they just took over and like trust me like at the beginning it definitely was more about like just me for like their image like and their yeah. looks like i mean harry styles being a 12 year old girl i was about to say yeah. i was young and i fell in love okay yeah. <laughs> um like harry styles was the reason i am the woman i am today 100 <laughs> percent. but the fact that like they really like grew up with me i thought was really cool and i think yeah. that's why it's special to our generation because it's like they truly grew up with us and like their music their sound really changed and like they really mm-hmm. you could see them start to shift and like start to like care more and, and actually have more input and like become better yes because yeah. like now they're solo and like not all of their solo careers are like stellar i would say but i mean harry and like niall and like because especially niall's growth like makes me just like oh, yeah no my heart oh i feel that <laughs> oh i know yeah so that's why it's just like really cool to me that they really did just like grow into themselves and yeah like i got we got to see that and experience yeah. that and so. i think that was also the point in time where i I was a gymnast growing up and so I quit gymnastics and I was so incredibly focused on that that when I quit I really hadn't really made like really good friends in school mm-hmm. or like like I had friends and stuff but that was kind I mean, of was the phase <laughs> where I could then go and talk to the girls in my class about yes. it and feel like I was like a part of it yeah and so I think 
subconsciously it was like oh now I feel like I found this new thing without Mm -hmm. even realizing that like that was kind of the start to me like figuring out how much I relied on music which was really cool secondly I just have to say my second concert my first concert we actually both our first concerts were Taylor Swift (laughs) we're not not huge huge Taylor. fans yeah but there's good some, concert some, no complaints about the concert say, the concert was fun i'm not gonna lie but the second concert i went to was um florida george line opened they weren't very big oh, yet miranda wow. lambert and jason aldean and it was just fun because my sister and i have an older sister we went by ourselves and our parents Ooh, went to like like pick you like, up and stuff well they went to like a restaurant right by like the I, stadium oh I, I, my parents used like, to do that all the time yes and so we got to go in and they got us fantastic seats we were very lucky and it started pouring but it was so fun mm-hmm. and it was just and then my parents like scalped tickets and they got better tickets and they were like four rows up from the stage and so then we snuck in and it was just it was my first concert where i was like holy shit this is so cool yes i can see and like feel the music coming toward me and i was just like hooked i was like oh this is this is the life mm-hmm. yeah because like, it's live and like live part of it just makes it so much more like oh my god this is music you know like yeah. just seeing them and seeing them in the element everything that goes into it is just like really really sick so yeah yeah how about you um <laughs> big, big so <laughs> music moment here we go so like i said i really liked old music all right so give me some <laughs> slack on this um and i used to have like posters all over my wall of like old like artists and stuff and so michael jackson was a big part of my oh life my like gosh. i like he was huge for pop and like just kind of revolutionized like how pop was viewed and just like going from like a child artist to like what he was like it's just insane um like going from like the jackson five which was just very like like boppy and stuff and then yeah and then it it just was crazy um and so when he died i remember just like my mom sobbing (laughs) like i like walked home from my friend's house and i like saw my mom just like crying it was like 2009 and I just remember being like, oh, my God, like, this is a big deal. And, like, I remember, like, seeing his, like, funeral, like, on the TV and stuff and how, like, how many people and just how much people were, like, affected by him. And that's when I started really getting, honestly, that's when I started getting into, like, music documentaries and stuff. Because I really love music documentaries. And just because I really like seeing, like, the history of stuff and, like, how things go and, like, things that you might not have thought about. And you just, like, understand people and, like, their life more. And so I'd watch, like, a lot of Michael Jackson stuff after that. I think that that's, like, what kind of reset of how I view music as well because i was like oh this is more than just like well it's more than just sing the, song this like, song on the radio yeah yeah like there's so much that goes into it and that's another reason why i wanted to go to music because i'm just like i want to be a part of that i, I like the like it. making wanna, of the album yeah. documentaries yeah. yes i love it like i used to watch like the behind the music things mm-hmm. and like i Still just love do. them i was about to say like i just think it's so cool and then a concert one as well that like kind of changed just like my view of stuff was i've been like again yeah my First concert was Taylor Swift, and then I had been to, like, a few, and then I went to John Mayer, though, and his was just, like, it was captivating in, like, a way that I just didn't expect it could be, because I like, unlike, like, I just, I like a lot of, like, performance, and, like, I think it's cool, but... His was just like very just him and like his guitar and it just was beautiful. Like it was like Ed crazy. Yeah, it was it was really good. And like I already really liked John Mayer, like Continuum is like one of my favorite albums, but it was it was really good. And I like just remember like standing there and like I stood the whole concert, even though it was kind of like a sit down concert. And I just like was like, wow, he, this guy just great. totally captivated. Yeah, I was yeah. just captivated by him. And so that was something that really sucks, sticks out in my brain. I was with my cousin, too. So it was really fun. Yeah, um, it was like just us, too. I was like 16 yeah. and she had taken me. Um, and It was really, really fun. So, yeah, I still yeah. remember like the selfies that we took at the concert no, and still oh, have yeah. them. Yeah, and it's, it's like so my outfit funny is like to... awful. And oh, I'm just... I remember <laughs> that outfit. It was like a little not really like it was sort of a crop top, but it was like 
an appropriate kid crop top. <laughs> no, right, yeah. And, like, jean shorts and boots. And I was like, fuck, I look hot today. Country girl. I know. I was like, and, of course, like, Florida Georgia Line's, like, literally, like, taking shots on stage. And I remember being like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I'm not old enough for this. I'm the only sober one here. Like, I was so scared. And I keep bumping my hat on I was going to say, I, I keep it being like, dunk. I wonder if you can so, hear it. Yeah, I know. And I just, like, took, like, a drink of water and, like, the water swish. And I was like, that's going to be so weird oh, if true. you can hear it. Yeah, I kind of need a drink of water, but I'm like, all right, back it up, back it up. All right, I'll take it from here now that she backed up for two seconds. Now I'm nervous. Um, but okay, so we are going to kind of get into the me. good. Oh, thank you. She does. Yeah, she does need to be nervous. Um, our favorite artists. Here we go. Um, I'm just going to like preface take it off by saying that we both were like, oh, yeah, we'll put like four. So we both have at least 20 <laughs> on our list. Like we, I was doing this last night and I started writing and I just could not stop. It just no, wouldn't. It, so I think what we should do, uh, we should both read them out like back yeah. to back and then we'll see which ones kind of match and, and then, then we we'll talk chat. about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So I have a like a forever favorites, mm-hmm. which are like all time and then newer, but like also I couldn't leave out. Um, and there are probably more than this, but I'll do forever favorites. Uh, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Fleetwood Mac, Niall Horan, Maren Morris, Kanye West, Bruce Springsteen, Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran. Elton John, Juice World, Mac Miller, One Direction, and then some also are newer faves, Ash, um, Sam Fisher, Dermot Kennedy, Louis Capaldi, Casey Musgraves, and Eric Church. Ooh, what I a mean, good list. It's a good list. Let's hear yours. I'm excited. Um, I would say my older, I kind of broke it up into categories too. We got older stuff, Queen, The Beatles, Fluid Mac, The Doors, Rolling Stones, and The Beach Boys. Um, I'd say Harry and One Direction just kind of have a special place in my she heart. She put so forever with the number four space ever. Parentheses, special, special place in my heart. Parentheses. Because it's just funny because it's just like such my guilty pleasure that like, but honestly, it's not really guilty as much as like the beginning stuff of theirs because like it does end up being good. Like, yeah. I'll show people some stuff and they're like, wow, this is actually yeah. good. So then, like, a big, like I mentioned, like, um, R&B and, like, kind of, like, funk music is, like, in, I don't know, like, pretty big a part of my, like, repertoire and, like, rap and stuff. So Anderson Pack is huge in that. Um, SZA, Mac Miller, Frank Ocean, and Tyler, the Creator. And then I still have, like, my kind of, like, rocker roots, <laughs> um, but, like, a little, like, Newer stuff is like Kings mm-hmm. of Leon, Cage of the Elephant, and 1975 is what I'd say for that. So, yeah. so maybe we break it up and we talk about a few from each of those categories. Yeah, because because like yours, some of yours, like I it was maybe not consider like my favorite, fave, fave, but I love talking about them and still like love them a lot. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's hard to narrow it down because there are, these are the people that I like. I know. Love, love, and this was hard to even like narrow. It I know. Down. And I, like I love still so many. I know. <laughs> I felt like I was cheating on some of them by not know, writing same. their names. Yeah, I agree. Okay. But okay, so with like oldies. Let's do or okay. Let's, we so can do Eagles, Eagles, and Fluid Mac, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Oh no, Queen. Let's, call I, let's Queen. do Queen. Let's do, let's Queen. do Queen. Okay, we'll do those. All right, three. so I'll just we'll start there. really quickly. I'll say how much I love the Eagles. They are just this like classic rock Americana. I just they're love. very American for sure. I just I love and I think that I grew up. I mean, beyond like Hotel California, which is an entire different discussion we have to have one day. <laughs> oh, agreed. On like the <laughs> lyrics and the meaning and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we will break it down. But That's a good idea. Yeah, one of these. <laughs> we're gonna start doing that, right? We gotta, we gotta have like song breakdowns. We should do. We, could, we should do a, a little a, segment. Yeah, that's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we can cut ideas this out. coming to us right now as we just like we'll plan it out like on there. Yeah. 
Um, but no, like one of these nights is like my favorite. Song. Oh, I love that one. Peaceful, easy feeling. I oh, like you just witchy woman. Yeah. Oh, I love amazing. witchy woman. Amazing. And Desperado. I just, oh, that one's good. Live. Don't, don't start. <laughs> don't start. Um, but no, the Eagles were just, I think, a, a really big influence, maybe not growing up. But now I have found a huge appreciation for them. And I think that their influence in a lot of the other names on my list um, clearly shine through. And I won't really. I mean, we'll, we'll save that for later. But um, yeah, I just think the Eagles are a huge influence on like the type of music I like to see mm-hmm. in here. And so, yeah, that's why. But Fleetwood Mac, shall we? Shall we chat? We shall. Um, Fleetwood Mac is huge. Yeah. Just everything about them. They really defined. They they defined their own like thing, like category. Yeah. Like it's like they were like rock, but not like they just put their own like twist on it. Like in like just kind of like a softer like like um ethereal way yeah. and it was like very interesting to Good me to word. see yeah it was because it's very just like yeah. feels very out of this world but not in the way of like pink floyd or mm-hmm. like that it's like very just like mystical and like yeah. pretty oh, but euphoric. like still yeah yeah, it, yeah euphoric yeah. it's very like i just love it and like between stevie and Lindsay and like christine's voice like all of them shine yeah. like everywhere with christine mm-hmm. love it songbird yeah. with christine like trust me stevie is like my girl mm-hmm. but like i just like really like feel like well, they I all are so great if <laughs> one of them wasn't there wouldn't have oh right yeah like christina is like the backbone of a lot and like so is mick like the drummer and stuff and so that's what's so crazy fleetwood people yes like (laughs) mick fleetwood he is like fleetwood mac and so and i mean they were originally just them three they didn't have like Lindsay or stevie yet they brought them in and it's just like cool how like bringing them in like revolutionized it too and just made them this truly a household name and like i feel like they've really resurfaced in like recent like modern times and stuff yeah i think with cool. our generation as well i think oh that yeah it's i don't know what happened surprising I don't know <laughs> maybe to different generations to see how their music translates now mm-hmm. because i think just like the eagles i think that their influence is so incredibly prevalent yeah you could find their influence to anyone from like maggie rogers yeah. oh yeah to like I would say like Niall Horan, Harry Styles, yeah. Casey Musgraves, Casey, honestly, exactly. Like, like mm-hmm. their influence, because like you said, it goes from rock to this like kind of softer sound. Like yeah. it, it really stretches yep. across genres. And I think that from my understanding, or at least the people that I've listened to, they are the first and most prominent ones to do that. Yeah, across like, well, yes, the like board. they just they they rock hard, but like in a different way. Like it's yeah. not like a classic. They rock, rock feel. hard softly. Yes. <laughs> They're soft girls. <laughs> exactly, all of them. But then we'll go into Queen. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's do Queen. Queen, Freddie. guys. <laughs> I mean, freaking Freddie Mercury. Like, that's like reason enough to love Queen. Like, everybody in amazing. this world knows Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I was about to say, and that's like really cool to me too, is like yeah. the resurfacing of it. Like, because they didn't really do it. Like, Fluid Mac is in a different way. Like, I'm not really sure like what really brought Fluid Mac, but like Bohemian Rhapsody, like, well, actually, they've kind of had a few lives because when Wayne's World came out in the yeah. 90s, Bohemian Rhapsody was in that, and they like, like, Bohemian Rhapsody became like the most like bought song on like Walkman's or something. Yeah. So it was released, you know, back in the early 90s. And yeah. so, and then, then they come back again for Bohemian Rhapsody and like it's just so cool that well, they but keep they also, having more lives. Like you know? I remember my little brother's like chorus performance did Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. So it's the, just like so, so iconic. It's just <laughs> everywhere. And I yeah. think his apps like 
my favorite is when Panic at the Disco does both because Ugh. I always say that Brendan Urie's voice is our generation's Freddie Mercury voice. Like I just oh, I think can see that, that the range mm-hmm. and the things that they can do with their it's just mind blowing. Oh yes, like it's amazing. It doesn't make it. It honestly just doesn't make sense. It's not no. correct, but it is a gift. Yeah, because I mean, in the movie, like they talk about how he had to literally like to make Freddie Mercury's voice because like okay with like Rocket Man and mm-hmm. Taron Egerton is that Edgerton? you Edgerton? Edgerton yeah he like does Elton John's voice like just him yeah. and, but they had to like literally alter Rami Malek's voice like mm-hmm. to make it like even close to Freddie's like just because it's so insane you, yeah. no one has that kind of range like no. it's so amazing and like he was just he took them from like good to great like freddie just made their band and it's just really amazing like seeing that and how dynamic they were though and how like powerful freddie's voice was and maybe it wasn't supposed to really be like rock like he's definitely more of like opera you know what i mean but like they made these rocking rocking songs because brian and um roger and what's the other one john they were all like really good at what they did too and they like kind of were in his like shadow but like well in the best way like Like, they pushed him we are the champions yes every kid hears that when they win a tournament or when they win a game or do what tournament yeah i say (laughs) just had to point that out i'm so sorry that's like a big (laughs) argument in our friend group after i said it i knew she was gonna say something i say tournament they all say tournament whatever yeah but leave leave a comment in the (laughs) yeah leave a comment like do you have us like a voice note so we can hear how you say it um no but i just think that like we are the champion like mm-hmm. it was just it's everywhere somebody to love you. we will so, rock you there's so many that like just transcend their time like yeah. it, they're definitely timeless to me which is really cool and yeah. like especially like in a, such a specific time like the 80s like 70s 80s where like a lot of them kind of get lost mm-hmm. like they transcend they yeah. like are still relevant today and like continue to be i yeah. think for like many generations to come so yeah i think so all right let's do two more categories let's do our favorites and then we'll do the the do, kind of like the the r&b like, yeah let's do that yeah because we could do mac yeah yeah um and yeah okay cool but okay one direction guys. i mean Come we on. did have a mini discussion already but we did we did but let's talk more harry nile so you yes. go first you yeah well, i'll take harry down. you take Tell nile us what harry's up to, up to. <laughs> so harry south to me is just like really really great because so he was already a standout in one direction and he like really carried a lot um trust me zane was also like like his voice like alone is just like very beautiful but like harry really really pushed it once he left and just kind of became like he was already a lot of people's favorites just because he had those like looks and stuff but once he got out of harry yeah (laughs) i would say all the faces we all know them but it's just really cool to me that he didn't get bogged down into any certain thing um once he left it's not like he felt like he had to be this like spunky like goofy like he's very like artistic and like fluid and i think it's really it's really evident in his music because you didn't really expect i don't think a lot of people knew what to expect when this first album came out because i mean he was harry styles in one direction like what do you what do you expect you know like i feel like made in the am like kind of preludes a little bit more but i mean you couldn't know and so when sign of the times came out like his single i was like what is this it was like beautiful and like just like very like outer like space and like yeah i didn't like it when it first came (gasps) out okay but it but it was because i was just like i don't I think it was one of the songs where I was like, I'm gonna have to listen to this. A yes, few times that's true. It get, wasn't it like was so much, and I was like, it's clearly beautiful, but I yes, I need to figure out what angle I need to appreciate it. Yeah, I know because I mean, it was it's very different, and it was like I don't necessarily like that's kind of my beef. I don't think that was necessarily the 
song they should have made the single personally um but i mean because i don't think that that i could you know talk about this forever but like basically i don't think that that helped that album get as much recognition as it could have been because it's actually like very beautiful and like a awesome album like i think that kiwi could have been an amazing start to that like if yeah. they released that as a single oh, oh my god kiwi would have people would have died like if it was the very first one we and so to kiwi like literally a day all the time yeah. yeah and so it's just like but like only angel and like also the softer ones like ever since woman. new york and woman oh guys i mean don't, huh, we're gonna do, do yourself entire, a favor i'm about to say entire episode but woman do yourself a favor do yourself a favor and listen just right now like yeah. pause listen come back we won't be offended at all like please go please go do it and come back and, and so, tell us how you feel yes and so he starts getting traction from that and he has like concerts and he's doing like covers of stuff still too and then but somehow i think it came with like tiktok probably and like just youtube videos of him and just him just him you know mm-hmm. he already had his like solid fandom but i think just like somehow it grew into this thing where like people that didn't know one direction now love harry and when the second album came out um fine line like it it was huge and like i mean super anticipated like everyone was really looking forward to it and i think he just kind of proves that he's a really like dynamic um artist like he's he likes to do a lot of different stuff and he likes to play around with a lot of different stuff and i think his songwriting has really improved and i just really appreciate him as an artist solo and i think that and i love that he gives a lot of credit to one direction and like yeah. how he like really appreciates that and so i just really respect him a lot and he's very kind he talks about kindness all the time and i really love that about him and i and think that he actually lives it yeah so oh for sure like he's just makes seems a little like a very bit of a genuine goofy yeah. yeah like i don't feel like it's this act he's just very simple and like sweet and i could go on forever but that's basically the gist of like what i what harry like i think means like me and especially like with one direction and stuff yeah um take it away nile girl (laughs) nile um i think nile horn was extremely underrated and i think that he did have a lot to a lot of work to do in the band but i think that he did it and he kind of like he definitely put in the work to be the artist that he is and it wasn't like a just an easy um, yeah, great they, type they of would deal cut off his mic i know they would which the is concert sinful. so i think that i think that it just made him like his confidence just... well his confidence probably wasn't great from that right. but it also was probably push. a great motivator yeah. yeah and he in his i didn't really know where he was gonna go with his solo mm-hmm. career slow hand or this town was beautiful very simple i'm a very i really like simple guitar simple piano ballads like whatever slow hands i was a little surprised it's I really like it. It's definitely not my favorite song, but I love. I love <laughs> really? Uh-huh. See, I love it now because yeah. I think it was so played and it was just so like, oh my mm-hmm. god, oh my god. But like, oh, Nile's kind of sexy. Oh, well, something I always knew, but <laughs> I know. But I was like, oh shit, okay, oh, okay. Going. <laughs> um, but no, Flicker was his first album that he came out with, and it was just this very like Eagles Americana acoustic, like rock type album with his like emotional heart it's such a it's BB. such a beautiful album top to bottom i still absolutely love it and i think he poured a lot of what he had been through in the last few years into it and so i really really liked it and his stage presence is just hilarious and then he came he came out with heartbreak weather which was definitely in an entirely different direction production wise definitely more pop mm-hmm. um but I was really excited to see what he was going to do with it, concert-wise. But 
We'll never know. We will eventually. Let's hope so. He'll he'll reschedule. He'll contact us and invite us to go. I'll about to say. Yeah, no, I'm not worried. So we're okay. <laughs> yeah, and but, I will um, be seeing Harry in 2021. Oh no, mark 100%. my words. <laughs> we actually we like freaked the fuck out because he put out dates. Um, our dumbasses thought they were 2020, not 2021. <laughs> yeah. So, so we were like, about to drop like $200. Yes. And I was like, we're going to Atlanta. We're going. I was like, literally linked up card in and Nikki texted me. And she goes, shit, Emma, don't, 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 don't. Like, <laughs> I was like in 2021. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know where I'm going to be in 2021. Exactly. That's, I know. That's why I couldn't buy it. Cause I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, we will see both those boys one day. We love oh, yes. them. No worries. Love, love, <laughs> love them. Um, so we're going to chat a little bit now about our favorite mac miller our man's mac miller mac miller truly we can kind of say each of our piece maybe yeah maybe and like interject and stuff about it yeah um i think mac miller was just one of a kind yeah i agree he was just a little bit of home for me i think like whenever he did pass away i sat on my couch and i cried and Mm -hmm. i ate chips i cried (laughs) and i turned on music and my roommates at that point like they were like what are why are you so sad and i was like that was like a huge incredible part of my life yeah and just especially being so young and like Mm -hmm. so much more to give when you just dropped swimming yeah and like awful heartbreaking it was heartbreaking yeah it 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 was and it still is Mm -hmm. and i think that he just had so much joy in his life and i remember growing up and fun fact my dad knew his dad right and it was just like this kid that my dad knew of this guy whose son was making music and it was actually kind of gaining traction and i remember listening to party on fifth Ave, which i talked about last Mm -hmm. episode and senior skip day frick park market and just that entire blue slide park album and being like oh my gosh i've never heard a type of music like this before this is sick Mm -hmm. and we would just all my siblings and i would like jam to it we loved it and he was like our age. He was like someone very close so to young. us. So mm-hmm. young. And he just put it all out there. Yeah. He just was like so unapologetically himself, which I really like. And I liked. think that he <laughs> topped himself every album. And it there was, was just, nah, I don't know. <laughs> see, I, I think that his, and when I say that, I say like, or I mean, he pushed himself to a different direction. Oh, every, for sure. Oh, yeah, and true, I appreciate true. that he maybe not topped himself musically and artist, but like with the way that he took his direction in making music, it was impressive to say the least. And at some points like heartbreaking because it was so brutally honest. Yeah. Cause you could just like tell in the way that he would like the lyrics were really vulnerable. And like, sometimes I'm like, Whoa, like, especially with like rap and hip hop, like that's not really a thing. And I think that that really like showed that it can be and like should be, because I think it's really like beautiful in that way where it like, it's just like this guy being super honest about like his struggles with like mental health and like, addiction and like girls like he would just talk about like and it was just funny because like i like his like documentary thing i watched and he was like i had to start making stuff for the ladies when i saw like my (laughs) audience all dudes (laughs) and it's like cool that he can like look at that and realize and kind of like make a different kind of that's when he had made like the divine um feminine or and it's just like so funny to me because i'm just like oh like he like recognizes that and was like that's so cool that he can just like recognize that and make something else and like try to like outdo himself or like exactly push you know yeah i think I mean, it's a funny story, but I got very drunk one night with my friends <laughs> and I came home and I was listening to Mac Miller music and I was so sad and I bought a tribute t-shirt, <laughs> but it has this like it face happens. on it and it like had like the dates, which I cut because I was like, sure, God, that's, cringy. that's too sad. <laughs> it is really but sad it, too. On the one side it says 
um, no matter where life takes me, find me with a smile. And I think best day ever oh, is God. just it. It really. Uh, but I literally just got chills thinking about yeah. best day ever, like the video, the video, and like how it's used now, like like after he's been gone, like it's like yeah uh, I know. he makes me want to cry <laughs> i know we won't talk about it too longer but nikki any last words on mac miller you know no i i think it's i think his like post-death album was like really really good too and i just it makes me sad though like just thinking that like there's not gonna be anything else that even if there is gonna be music that like comes out because you know how like that happens a lot with like juice world and stuff yeah. like it's been a lot juice world's Which, on my list yeah. too and like but I just know sometimes like it's not really them yeah. and like I'm just I feel like that last album is just like this is last him and I just think that that's like really sad it was See, like a the sad thing, thing that kind of ties that though is Mac and Juice I felt like their their last technical not well after death you know yeah, albums like death, yeah were them yeah mm-hmm. were absolutely they were like them. working on it and like and i think they had like producers that they were like close enough to and like knew them well enough to yeah. like really put into it and like be like this is what he would want someone that he thing. would trust with the yeah process. exactly yeah and so like i just i feel like it's a good like final thing for both of them honestly and i just it's like hard though just like knowing that that's it so. yeah exactly all right guys well ending on a little bit of a sad note but, i know <laughs> but don't you worry because we actually have episode three coming up pretty episode soon three. <laughs> pretty soon so what are, soon. uh give us a little a little sneak peek nikki what are we going to talk about i mean three? we might talk about some well i won't reveal the name of the episode yeah not yet but you know some like chill vibe <gasps> vibe songs <laughs> i'm not gonna say what kind yet you'll yeah, see just some good like chill like just some ride in the car you want to yes, hang out maybe good, a little good feeling good feeling don't want to say vibes <laughs> don't want to do it yep, oh, nope that's two that's our that's our quota that's our quota but <laughs> we have but reached yeah. quota exactly but, but yeah so we're just gonna we're gonna explore that kind of like in our playlist that we've made about that stuff and yeah and we're also gonna play some games we're gonna play a little unpopular opinion oh yes and we're also gonna do a little <laughs> you know pop culture news reaction because yeah, yeah. this is the stuff that everybody absolutely needs to be paying attention to these agreed days. yes it's <laughs> the most important that's it i mean i can't think of one other thing that no, would 2020 matter 2020's been really chill no yeah, it's been like, good i think only music news matters yeah so uh sarcasm just in case any of our listeners are like what the fuck <laughs> i know they're like oh those girls are so just ignorant <laughs> no we know but we this, is, this is to bring you a little bit of joy yeah just to get you off that for just a minute because yeah. trust me it sucks and it's awful and we just want to bring a little 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 happiness little, just little, share light. A little joy yeah Sprinkle a little don't but all <laughs> right don't. we love you so much yes. i'm ej and i'm nikki we love, love you losers, losers. Bye. Bye. i'm with Thanks, kids, for listening to Literally Who Invited You. We had so much fun. A blast, even. Make sure to tune in Fridays at 4 with new episodes every week. Perfect for a drive home, hanging out with friends, or all alone. It's honestly just the perfect podcast. Love you, losers. Glad we invited you. <laughs>